around the world, locally, with family and friends. House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. pastor here at House of Destiny International Ministries, located in beautiful Boiling Springs at 302 Costner Road. We hope today's message will be a revelation to your soul to draw you closer to the kingdom of God. As we lift the title of this message off the page today, it's Faith Under Assault. Faith under assault. Now the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So it is the substance, it is a substance, an unseen substance that's there, but even though it's unseen in the natural, it can only be reached by faith. Now, faith being under assault, when we look at the word assault, it's an opposing aggressor. It's a, an opposing force that attempts to hinder you from getting something or take something away from you that you already have. So, our faith is under assault. Many of us are going through some very dynamic and trying situations right now. But God has brought a word for us today that will help us to understand what it is that we are in for and what it is that's coming up against us. The word of the Lord says, let not your heart be troubled. Don't be troubled about whatever it is that you're facing today. Ephesians 1 verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who hath, look what he's done, who hath blessed who? Us. With not some, but all spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly, not worldly places, but heavenly places in who? Christ. So, by reading that, we understand why this familiar scripture in Colossians 3, 2 tells us to set our affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Why? Because that's where our spiritual blessings are, right? Above. So in order to get it, we have to set our affections on the things that are above. But when we look at the whole atmosphere of life, when we look at faith, when we look at this whole situation, and 
we know that the spiritual blessings that we have are in heavenly places. Now, there are three heavens, people. There's the first heaven, there is the second heaven, and there is the third heaven. The first heaven is the atmosphere of the air that we breathe. This is where the prince of the air is, the demons. We breathe them in every day. The second heaven is the area where the stars and the planets are. Are you with me? The third heaven is where the throne of God is. And because that's where Christ is, that's where our heavenly spiritual blessings are. In Christ. In the third heaven. Are y'all following me? You, now you're going to have to follow me now. You're going to have to follow me. If you want to be blessed. You've got to follow me. Now, in the third heaven is where our blessings are because where Christ is, that's where our blessings are. And God says in his word that he has blessed us in all spiritual blessings in heavenly places with Christ. So if Christ is at the right hand of the Father, and that's where you receive from God and God receives from us, then Christ is receiving these blessings. And he wants to give them to us. But see, if he's on the right hand of the Father to receive, then we're going to have to be on the right hand of him in order to receive also. Because the right hand represents how we receive from God and God receives from us. Okay. Now, when faith goes out, faith has a problem. Because faith has to go through the threshold of the first heaven. Watch the word. I want to prove to you what's in the first heaven, if I can get it here right quick. Go over here to Ephesians 2, verse 2. I'm going to get a little ahead of myself, but it's all right. I'll do it God's way. Ephesians 2, verse 2. Over there. It says, wherein in times past ye walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the what? Didn't I just tell you that's where the demons are? He's the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So when we send out our faith, we're sending our faith to those spiritual blessings that are in the third heaven. But we got to go through the first heaven where the demons are. So every time our faith is sent forward, guess what happens? Our faith comes under assault. Y'all better hear what I'm trying to tell you about what God's spirit is saying up in here. You see, we be wrestling with all of this stuff, and God's word say it ain't flesh and blood that you're wrestling with. See, we're killing off one another because we think that our enemy is each other. But our enemy is not each other. Our enemy is the powers of the air. And every time we exercise our faith to do God's will, what happens is, is that our faith comes under attack. 
Every time we go to do something right for God, our faith comes under attack. And because people don't understand what it is that we're going up against, we keep falling short of God because we don't understand that our faith is under attack every time we send it out. Because we're trying to send it to a place that's got to go through the area of the first heaven. And when faith goes out, the demons attack it. It attack it going out, and if it can't stop you then, it stops most people then from going any further. But if you do make it to the third heaven with your faith, where your blessings are, and you start bringing it back, guess what? You still got to go through, back through, before it get to you, the threshold of the first heaven. That means you're going to come under attack again. So either the demon is going to try to hinder you from getting it, or once you get it, he's going to try to take it away from you. Are you with me? Okay, Jesus tells us they heard the word, but guess what? As soon as they heard it, they got it. Their faith got it, but look what happened. It came and took it immediately, huh? So whatever it is we're getting from the third heaven, the blessing, as we bring it back, that demon is trying to knock that ball out of our hand. It's trying to knock that blessing out of our hand the same way that a defensive player is trying to knock the football out of a player's hand to keep him from scoring a touchdown. Because the same threshold going forward, when you get what you get, you got to come back through that same threshold. And the demons don't want you to have. They didn't want you to get it in the first place. Now that you got it, they sure don't want you to keep it. So they still going to try to knock it out your hand, knock it out your faith, knock your faith out of the water. That's why it puts your faith under opposition. It's an aggression that's against us. So God's word tells us. God's word tells us here in Ephesians 3, Verse 3 and 4. It says, Ephesians 3, verse 3 and 4. Let's go there. Are we there? Amen. Ephesians 3, verse 3 and 4. It says, Now how be or how that by revelation, that means take the cover off. How that by revelation he, God, hath made known unto me the mystery, talking about the mystery of the kingdom of God, as I write afore in few words, whereby when you read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. See, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand here at House of Destiny is my knowledge of the mystery of Christ. Because watch this in verse 9. It says, and to make not some men, but look at that, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. See, the mystery, the secret, is a fellowship. And my job and what I've been so ardently trying to do year after year after year is get God's people to understand the fellowship of the mystery. Not the fellowship of the assembly, but the fellowship of the mystery because that's the true fellowship of the assembly. 
We play church so long till we miss what God is saying in the Bible. Because what we want to do is we want to do the hype thing, but we don't want to do the God thing. That's our problem. Amen. I had a guitarist because we're trying to get us a lead guitar. We need us a lead guitar. Not only for here, but mission up there of grace too. We need us a lead guitar. So we I talked to a lead guitar. But see, I don't think that I can use him. You know why? Because he thinks that it's more important or just as important to play music as it is to hear the word of God. Well, I bid to tell you right now the devil is a stinking lie. Music ain't never saved you and it ain't gonna never save you. It's the word of God that saved and it's the word of God. If all y'all musicians out there listening, it's the word of God and the word of God only that saves. But we need to get with this word, y'all. Now, that's what we need to do because I'm trying to get us to understand and see and understand the fellowship of the mystery to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been hid where? In God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. So you see how blessed we are? We are, be, we are in fellowship with the mystery. We're being taught the mysteries of God here, and what's happening is that this thing that we're being taught has been hid in God through the ages. And in 98% of the churches around the world, it's still hid because leadership don't understand the fellowship of the mystery. They understand church, or they got it down pat. They got it. But that ain't what God is interested in. God is interested in our fellowship with the mystery because it's been hid in God. And once you start going in there finding it, now you're in fellowship really with God. See, now you're really making God excited now because, boy, you done uncovered something that I've been hiding. See, see y'all got to understand what I'm trying to say up here through the Holy Ghost. But now I'm going to get you to understand just what we're up against with this faith under assault. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna teach you this morning through the Holy Ghost what it takes to be a real champion. As we look here, and as we see in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 40. Are we there? Elijah, the word Elijah means Jehovah is Lord or Jehovah is God. Verse 40 says, And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon. The brook of Kishon is the place of torture, and he slew them there. You see, what had just happened was Elijah had just knocked off 850 prophets. 400 are the prophets of Baal, 450 are the prophets of the grove, I believe. But it was a total of 800 prophets, false prophets. 850 false prophets. He had just killed, slew all of them. Now, verse 41 says, and Elijah said unto Ahab, Ahab is that idolatry spirit in us. He said, get thee up, eat and drink. See, we got to start eating the right thing. 
and drinking the right thing from this word. Okay? Otherwise, we're going to fall into idolatry. You understand what I'm saying? I say you got to, he said, look here. He said, now this is what he told him to do. First thing you got to do is get up. Then you got to start eating. In order to get up, that means you got to raise your level of intelligence on this thing. You got to come out that church thing, and you got to get into the kingdom thing. You got to get up. Because you'll find yourself in the idolatry of Israel. And that's what most of us have become in the church. We become servers of idolatry. And we're calling it God. See, we're calling it God. Now, the word of God tells us here, he tells Ahab, he said, get thee up, verse 41, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. See, it's all in the sound. Now, Ezekiel 34, 26 talked to us about this rain. He calls it these showers, says that there'll be showers of blessings. So rain is correlated with the blessings of God. All right? Now, what did he do? He blessed us in spiritual, all in spiritual, in heavenly places with all spiritual blessings in Christ. The abundance of rain. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Let that resonate in your entire being. Because, listen to me, if you don't allow this to resonate in your entire being, then you are going to be one of those who allows your faith to be under assault and you're going to give up. You've got to remember what you heard. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Blessings. 42 says, so Ahab went where? Got to go up, y'all. If you want to eat, you got to go. In other words, you got to start eating from a higher table. Yeah. And in order to do that, you got to put more time in. See, see God will put you in a place where you got to put... Can't do nothing else but put more time in. Watch what he does in verse 42. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah, look where Elijah went, went up to the top of Carmel. You know what Carmel means? Place of plenty. Look where Elijah went. The Spirit of the Lord went where? Up there where all the spiritual blessings were, the place of plenty. Carmel is a relationship like Canaan, the land of milk and honey. It's plentiful. Are you with me? Now, the Bible tells us that Elijah, verse 42, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, the place of plenty. And he cast himself down upon the earth and put his faith between his knees. In other words, he began to worship and pray to God and bless God. See, just like Canaan, the word Canaan means land where we bow down to God. Same thing. The land of plenty, the land of milk and honey, flowing, it said, with milk and honey. In other words, all these spiritual places. But they had to go up to get it. Now, verse 43, 
goes on and tells us, and said to his servant, go up now and look toward the sea. And Elijah says, now this is what I need you to do. Elijah, the spirit of God in you will get you because actually we are that servant. Do you understand? We are servants of the Lord, right? We, we're the ones that was dead but was resurrected by the spirit of the Lord, right? It's, it's us, right? And we were resurrected from a widow, right? We were the son of a widow. That means that she didn't have no husband. Our husband is Jesus. See, 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 she didn't, when we were unsaved, our souls were widowed. We didn't have Christ in us, our husband. So now he takes, and the Spirit of the Lord sends the servant. And tells him what to do. See, Elijah sends faith out through the servant. Faith under assault. Watch what happened. Now he heard that there was going to be an abundance of rain. Elijah heard it and he held on to it. See, that's what you got to learn how to do. You got to learn how to hold on to what God tells you. You got to learn how to hold on to what you believe God has for you. You can't drop the ball when you get it, but you got to hold on tight because God is going to try you. Now watch God. He said, go up to the servant and look toward the sea, which is the spirit realm. What's in the spirit realm? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. See, you got to look for it. You go in faith looking and expecting but when he went there, when he sent the faith out, and he went and he looked, he didn't see nothing. Faith under assault. Ain't nothing there. He could have just came back. And when he came back, Elijah could have I mean, just told him, well, I guess I misheard it. But what did he tell him to do? Go back again. Go back. See, sometimes you got to go back. Sometimes you just got to go back, Brenda, and take it. But every time you send faith out with it, faith under attack, he goes back again, he still don't see it. How many times you've been going at something, and when you got there, it wasn't there, and you stopped going back when you should have kept going? When you, you should have kept shooting there, all the arrows, but you just shot three of them. You remember that in the Bible. Man said, now, if you'd kept on shooting all the arrows, I would have gave you all this. But you stopped it shooting three. So he come back, he say, like, ain't nothing happening. Go again. He sent him back seven times. He could have stopped at any time. He could have stopped. Because his faith was under attack and under assault every time he went. You need a job. You go. You don't get it. You get frustrated. After about two or three times, you quit even looking for a job because your faith was under assault and you gave up. But if you would have just kept going back, you would have got it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just using technical terms, things that you can understand. If you can't understand it in the spirit, I have to bring it down where you can understand it the other way. So I don't want to 
I don't, I don't want to take nothing advantage, advantage of nothing thinking that somebody knows something and they might not know it. So I want to break it down on every angle. So he goes back, and on the seventh time, he goes back. See, look how much obedience is in that. Look at that. We, we, we ask yourself, would you have gone back seven times? Or would you have told the man of God, man, I ain't going back no more? You probably would have said, I'm through with this. Like many of them have. I'm through with it. See, they lost the blessing. <laughs> you see, because it does not make no difference who with you as long as God is with you. You're a winner. See, that's what you got to understand. You're a winner, Holmes. Can't nobody, look, can't nobody stop you. You can't even stop yourself. God will stop you before he allow you to stop yourself from what he wants you to have. He'll do something to you to make you bow down to him so that he can give you what he wants for you to have. So don't never get dismayed by people because people are like everything else. It, like life, it comes and goes like money. They come and go. Don't put your trust in people. People hurt you. People flip. They call humans. <laughs> That's what they call them, humans. They're human beings. And human beings have problems. From the inside out. So he seized his hand after the seventh time. That means his faith had been perfected. See, see, God ain't going to get to you until your faith is perfected. Okay. Now he'll show you a little bit, a little hand coming out. Power coming. But oh boy, he knows now because he's seeing a little bit of it. See, he's seeing now. He, wait a minute now. This wasn't there before. But now, what you see this time? A little hand. You know, just trying to get you See, when you, what I'm trying to say, church, is when you get a revelation from God and you begin to see just a little bit God moving in your life, it's time for you to get the movement real strong. Don't be playing around. They're trying to get the move. And they have room and went where? To Jezreel. The word Jezreel means God. So, see, you gotta go where God is so, not where man is so, but you gotta go where God is so. So, what his word, his word about the mystery, his word about the fellowship of the mystery. Because, after all, that's what this is all about, according to the word, right? That I may not let all men know what the fellowship of the mystery is. Ain't that what the word says? about knowing what's going on in church. He said knowing something about this fellowship that we're involved in. It's a mystery. We hope this message has been a blessing for you. Be sure to tune in next week at the same time and join us in our praise and in our worship to God through the words of his revelations.